TV shows do that thing where they fade in on yeah. people already having a conversation. Yeah. And oh hi, didn't see you there. <laughs> Not yeah, exactly just, like, like talking. That. Not oh, exactly hi, either. I didn't hear anybody around. But you know, it like like doesn't have to immediately start with like a whole grand entrance. Yeah, so like I just like wait and uh, Oh hi Mark. <laughs> it's not true. It's bullshit. I am not the Mothman. I am not. Oh, hi, Cameron. Oh, hey, Jason. What's up with you? Oh, nothing. That's okay. I'm here, too. Wait, are we keeping that in? Shit. Welcome to Conspiracy Say What? The podcast. With Cameron. Introduce yourself. Is that how we're starting? Yes, it is now. <laughs> Hey everybody and welcome back to Conspiracy Say What you or if it's your first it. time. I introduced it. I did a great job. If it's your first time, welcome to Conspiracy Say What. I don't know why. Thanks it be. for joining. This is episode two, not one. I'm Cameron Alexander and I'm joined by Allie. That's me. Doesn't have a last name. And Oh, yeah. Sorry. I don't like my last name. Allie Beardsley. And me, Jason. Turner. Uh today we're talking. <laughs> Alright. So if you listen to our last episode, we went over black-eyed children to start out, and we talked about all the conspiracies around them and everything that's weird and all that. But this time we're going into a completely different section of conspiracies. We're going to talk about a cryptid, and we're going to go into Mothman, which for those of you who don't know, Mothman is a myth that essentially originated in Pleasant Point, West Virginia. All right, I'm going to give you the really quick... It's Point Pleasant. Crash. Point Pleasant. Point Pleasant. West Pleasant Virginia. Point, Allie. All right, I'm going to give you the quick crash course on, on Mothman and what he is and what he does. Okay, so imagine a man, but he's also a moth. The end. And he also might be an owl, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> and a, he's got eyes that are red. Yeah, he's got big old red eyes, and he's a moth He's a mothy little boy. <laughs> Yep. But that's pretty much like, like a compared to... I'm calling to... this episode Mothy Little Boy. That's... <laughs> He's a moth, moth little boy. C- compared to Black Eyed Children where you can look at you can look at pictures of it and go, what is, okay, what is this? What is this conspiracy? What are these stories? Yeah. Mothman is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. It's a Mothman. Yeah, it literally is. I mean, I, it, it kind of is, but it, it does, like, some of the pictures that you look at, like, it looks a little less like a moth to me and more like an owl a I lot of times. Like it also kind of comes across as a bat. It it's, honestly looks like man bat, but realistic from the comics. Yeah. He's got, hi- he's hyper-realistic and he has blood red eyes. Like, terrifying, glowing blood red eyes, though. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They, like, they, like, most of the... Most, as we'll, I'm sure we'll get into specific ones later, but all of the sightings or stories is just, my, look at that Mothman. Did you see this He's flying now? around. Oh, I didn't. What does it say? It says, oh man. It says like, oh, that bird, it's back again. <laughs> <laughs> so to get into, speaking of the bird thing, to kind of get into what this is. So uh, its first sighting was in November, 1966. West Virginia, but it was around Point Pleasant. So the first sighting was not in Point Pleasant. 
okay? The person said that it was this giant brown creature leaping from tree to tree. It was a grave digger who said that. I'll get more into the story a little bit later, but that was the first one that showed up. Uh, so the big thing that you see a lot with Mothman is you see red eyes and it's, it's like this retinal reflection is kind of what it comes across as. And it's like these glowing red eyes. And uh, so you see these different colorations, like a tricoloration, either you see gra gray, brown, ground, either you see gray, brown, or you see black. Uh, there's, those are pretty much the strict colors of Mothman. Um, and he is around seven feet in height. So that's like a quick description of what this creature is. Usually appears at night, and I don't think there's ever been a sighting during the day. Uh, Naturally. Well... Actually. Okay, well, Allie oh, might oh, have well, one for actually, us later. I have one. Uh, so we'll get into that then. I guess I didn't find one that appeared during one. the day. So. Uh, what was it? I mean, there's a possibility none of these sightings ever happened. So it's possible he's never been sighted at night either. Uh, <laughs> the one I found was at like 7 in the morning. So there was like some daylight. Oh. oh. Daylight come and he want to go home. Okay. <laughs> Jason knows the reference. <laughs> I, I just don't see. I never, I never imagined Harry Belafonte to be a moth person. Is that what you're implying? Is that the the first sighting? Mothman. The first sighting was in 1966. It was by a grave digger, as I said uh, before. He saw something moving rapidly through the trees, kind of jumping from tree to tree and almost, you know, like gliding, which. Very typical of what owls do. Just going to say that. Uh, it was also late at night. Doesn't sound like there was a lot of light around. Cause digging in a grave, mm -hmm. right? Uh, a nighttime activity. Right. I also, I, I knew, that, I mean, you know, grave digger's a job. I didn't know they particularly do that in the dark of night. But it sounds more like grave robber. Maybe. Yeah, that is a bit. Is there an exact time? Do you have that? No, I did, he didn't have. night. It, it just, just says just night. night. Every story I found with that originating story just says night. Okay. Um, so he, it could be like, you know, he's five minutes from clocking out. It's I like mean, five he's done his day. Maybe, he's maybe tired. it just it was it's a night. hole that took he's a longer time. I mean, maybe he's just passionate or yeah. he's an insomniac. Or, yeah. Maybe. Or he's Ed Gein. But he said it was, he said it was. A creature brown of color. And like we said, there's a headline around that same time that talks about, oh, that bird. Uh, a lot of people in a lot of news headlines did make it out just to be a bird originally because it doesn't sound all that odd for an owl to be hopping from tree to tree, hunting down prey or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there's pictures right now on Jason's phone of Mothman like an and every single time. It, it, it just looks like an owl. It looks like a cute little owl. Have you ever seen when an owl like, stands up? It's like an Invader Zim owl. Like, that's what I think of. It's like this weird cartoony creature. Yeah, they're little cuties. I'm yeah. looking at like some, uh, I guess, I almost called him concept art. <laughs> but uh, uh, He's I mean, real. It Damn it. Uh, what, what would it be? Just sketch art? Um, composite? Witness, Witness composite, like something you know, like when yeah. you when you uh, make a sketch of a criminal or something. Yeah, it's that, but for the Mothman, and yeah, the Did ones you say I, Mothman, the Mothman. Oh God, Mothman. thank God, we uh, don't need another. And yeah, the, the 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 art I'm looking at right now, he's a little cutie. He's got big old eyes, wings. <laughs> a looks like body. a moth. Looks like a man. Kind of looks more like an owl. Looks a lot. Like, like in immensely like an owl. 
really does. And to go into this whole Gravedigger story, here's the funny thing about this is the story appears and every single version of it I could find, that's pretty much all it is. This is literally just a Gravedigger at night, saw something jumping from tree to tree. And that's it. There's no real information which bothers me about this story. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't create any real panic or anything like that. Nobody had really thought anything of it. It didn't seem like from all the research I did. Uh, and then we get to three days later. Right? Three days later, we wind up in Point Pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. So we wind up in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Right? Do you want to tell us about that? Oh. Okay. (laughs) It caught me off guard. I don't have the point in my... Much like the Mothman caught the people off guard. Oh. In this story that Cam is going to continue to tell us. Or Jason. It's okay. Uh, Okay. No, yeah. I I got it. I got it. Uh, Once there was a car... They saw a Mothman. The car itself saw the Mothman. The end. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. There's obviously like much more to the story, but so again, there's a lot to the story. So it's a lot like the first one, where there's just you know not enough detail, not enough intrigue, really, as like most of your conspiracies. It's so just, we saw this thing. I disagree with you, sir. All right. So we just watched a documentary right before doing this as no, well. Or we watched a documentary <laughs> episode. TV Doc. All right. Called Monster Quest. If anyone has ever watched oh. it, you know how great it is. It's amazing. But right? you're talking about the first one. We no, we'll watch. talk about that in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but I don't remember what that one was called. Uh, but we watched I'll get it. Uh, the I'll get episode. The, I'll get the DVD. Uh, <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> Yeah, Eyes of the Mothman. Eyes of the Mothman, which are bright red, right? Uh, okay, so moving on. After the Gravedigger spotted it, three days later, we have a sighting from two couples that were in a car. They say that the creature was up close, like directly in front of their car. So they're saying there's no way that they misidentified it. There's no way that they could have seen like anything else because of how close in proximity it was. They also said their headlights were on right and they swear they could see it but it, they also said it was avoiding the light like it wasn't in the lights well they said it was like going back and forth and what we just watched and like it was like swiveling so that's why they were catching glimpses of it it was swiveling now right. to be fair here if an owl is in front of your car while you're driving it's not gonna be able to just like float backwards and like stare at you yeah and but to be fair, on the other side, they also said they were going 100 miles per hour in a car from 1966. I have on, on dirt back roads in the middle of nowhere in a forest. Yeah, in a forest. I have trouble believing that. <laughs> a little bit. Like it could just be, you know, exaggeration. I think it could like, be scary. Like they felt like they were going 100 miles per hour, but really they were going like 40 I mean, there's so many trees that look like We were going so fast. And if you think you're being attacked by what they described as a seven foot red eyed gray man with with wings, wings, then you might think you're going a little bit faster than you are. Yeah. But, I mean, the reality is, is it doesn't make sense that anything would be able to do that. Even in Monster Quest, they did like this bad CGI render, and it doesn't look like it works. Bad? Are you kidding me? It was okay. You're right. I thought the I thought it was done by Pixar. I digress. It did look like it was done by Pixar. Clearly, in In like the late '90s. Yeah, like (laughs) that kind of Pixar. (laughs) Um, So they say that it flew over 100 miles per hour, eventually passing them and leaving. Uh, But essentially, it was flying over 100 miles per hour backwards in front of their car. 
Again, really weird. Um, they also said that it was flapping its wings against their car at one point. Right, and <laughs> that it chased them back into town, basically. So it chased, chased them out away from the outskirts of town, all the way back into where the lady um, in the documentary said that the light got too bright so that it flew away from the light. Not like a moth to a flame, apparently. Yeah, yeah. That that's something that uh, Allie and I were like, wait a minute. That was you. That was, like, that was literally the first thing I thought when I read the first story. Is so this is a moth that doesn't like the light. Yeah, and it, like and like so it stays away from the the city, this lit up city at night. Yeah. Just, it, it, yeah, it, it, you may think would be obsessed with it. I mean, and we'll get into this a little bit later. The Mothman is thought about as a harbinger of doom, basically, right? Like the herald that's gonna that goes into like bad things are gonna happen and trying to warn people. Now, what they never really get into is whether or not it's trying to warn people away from the bad incidents, like it's trying to scare them away, or if it's just trying to like investigate these things. So we might get into that and kind of how that works and maybe why it stays away from a bigger town. Um, yeah. Now, one of the four people in this car, because there were two couples, uh, he said that he originally wasn't going to say anything about their sighting. Uh, the only reason why he did was because there were other people with him and because he they, they were pushing him to say something about it. Uh, he said that if he had seen something like this alone, he would have definitely never told anyone because it makes you sound insane. And it does. It does make you sound crazy, which is where I would like chalk up this story to if it's not real then to like you know like a hysterical moment where you think you're being chased by something bigger than you are but it is interesting because this appears just three days after you have this guy that cites a brown creature hopping from tree to tree so there are similarities in their stories mm-hmm. but just a little more detail this time yeah. and a little bit more up close and personal and that's the story that most people talk about too. It's that's the most like, well known. Yeah, yeah it, it is the Mothman. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it's the originator, right? Really. And the papers did claim even that that was a bird. They, the, funny enough to me, like I always look at papers as like trying to like overhype something, but even they didn't in this case. They were like, it's just a bird. Oh, that bird! <laughs> you could oh, have been looking bird. for He's money, and you're just like. Stupid kids seeing birds. Yeah, there's one article from, is it from 66 or 67? After another sighting, quote unquote, where the article ends with, looks like we got another tourist attraction. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> it, it, literally like, like three days after. It was like November 22nd or something in yeah, 1966. Yeah, so they, they are very, yeah, so yeah, at least the news around uh, around the area was also very... Like, um, whatever about it. Yeah. <laughs> Three more days after the after these sightings. So now, you know, we're, we're going into about eight days total, somewhere around there, like seven to eight days total. Uh, there were eight more sightings in between in those next three days. Uh, we have two firefighters who described a large bird with, again, red eyes. Uh, a man that... I want to tell this one. Okay, so I, I want to do this one because I wrote down... I read a couple different things, and I found two extremely different stories that Ooh. are supposedly legitimate about the same TV guy. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. You're talking about the TV guy, right? Yeah. That's what you're going to say? Okay. Yeah, um, this is 1966. This is a couple days uh, in into the, the second yeah. set of sightings. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm just going to tell you each story consecutively. I, I found two. Okay, so there's, there's this guy in his home. Um, watching TV by himself 
and he starts seeing like weird patterns and like static on his TV and then like immediately after he hears a bunch of weird sounds outside. So um, he like gets a flashlight and he like pulls back the curtains on his window and he shines a flashlight out and he sees like two red glowing things out there, right? And so that's pretty much it. Like he freaks out and then apparently the dog goes missing the same night. He then said that he said his dog disappeared within that period of time. So he basically was claiming that Mothman had been around for more than one day and that this was just the first sighting he had had of something causing his TV to static. And he used it as the explanation for what happened to his dog. He claims that Mothman took his dog. So like you just found a more detailed version. But like what I read, that's basically all it said. Okay, so that was like, you know, that one sounds pretty normal, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like it could maybe happen. Like maybe somebody was outside his window. Yeah. Okay. So the second one I found in one of the papers in the area, they released this story in 2017. It was the guy that, um, dang, what is his name? Jeff Wamsley. The guy that owns the Mothman Museum. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he was talking about it again, and he brought up that story. But it's, like, super over the top. It's, like, my favorite thing. (laughs) So he claims this guy, he's, like, a contractor or something. He adds stuff to it. And he's in his home, but he's with his family. So there's other people in the room. He claims that the TV starts making weird sounds. Wait a minute, a family? I have a family. I don't yeah, want people. Right? To ha- I don't want things to happen to my family. I feel invested. Crazy. Oh my God. I have a family too. <gasps> <laughs> okay, so the TV <laughs> starts making all these crazy sounds, right? And this is my favorite part. He says it explodes, <laughs> like explodes. The TV explodes. There's glass everywhere. It completely shatters in their living room. He oh my freaks God. out. Eat your heart out, Michael Bay. <laughs> Get out of here. (laughs) There's all these banging sounds outside. It's like going crazy. He flings open the door. It says that in there too. He runs over. He flings open the door. The dog runs out barking. He never sees the dog again after that. Um, And so he doesn't, it doesn't say he sees anything though. It just says he's like looking around and doesn't see anything. And it said something like there were red lights in the distance or something weird. And then... They kind of connect this with aliens because then they're like, somebody saw something weird overhead over like above fields in the distance. And then the next morning, all the grass was flattened. And and we'll get more into aliens and kind of how that works with Mothman or whether or not it does uh, a little bit later. But But like, I just love that because like one story is like, oh, there's like weird static. And then like you see something outside. And then this one is like, the TV explodes. I was with my family. I was going to protect them. Yes. I had to protect family. Look out window. Dog bark. (laughs) That's a great script you've written. I really appreciate it. Uh, (laughs) This brings up a good point, though. There's a lot of um, fantasizing and kind of like fabulizing, which is not a word, but it is now. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I see the the intent. Yeah, but the there, there's a lot of like fabulizing, if you will, like the the idea of <laughs> okay, of, like, stop trying stories. to push it, all right? No, I'm pushing it now. It's now a word. Uh, I'm gonna use it every episode. Uh, <laughs> but if, in in reality, people do take a lot of times real witness accounts, and they kind of just like 
bring them up a notch, right? Because what you're trying to do is you're trying to pull in um, your, like that interest, that intrigue. And you're hoping that as people get pulled into your community, they really start looking at what you believe because a lot of times you truly believe that it's real. You just, you might have to overemphasize something that didn't or may not have happened exactly as you said. Uh, I will say like the TV exploding and like the guy flinging open. Like you might as well have just had like Mothman's face shown up like showed up in the flashlight and then he just headbutted the window and then flew away. <laughs> like it sounds that outlandish, but it does kind of pull you into the story, especially like certain like there would be certain people that read that and like there's there's an intrigue in the adventure. In and that, that was I also think. how they started that article too, is they started it with that story. Oh good. So that's probably where they were like, Oh, we can draw people in with explosions and yeah. Aliens. And what did you say this guy was? He's the owner of the Mothman Museum? The guy that was making a comment on it, not the guy that was in the house. Oh, right. okay. So the guy that was, like, recounting this story for the paper. Jeff Wamsley. Jeff Swin- Jeff- blah, blah, blah. That guy. Jeff Kablamsley. Jeff That's Kab- Kab- Kablowsy. But yeah, he, he runs and owns the Mothman Museum in... Uh, Point Pleasant. Which, huh. by the way, I mean, Point Pleasant, like we talked about the newspaper article, they do hold a Mothman Festival every single year. This is something that's very much ingrained into their society. And even looking at the documentaries, we, we watched part of one and then we watched the entirety of an episode of we one. Even and, part of one. <laughs> well, we watched like 20 minutes of it. Uh, but <laughs> if you look at like the people that are in these towns, they, they truly, I mean, a lot of them truly do. Like it's ingrained in their culture. It's something they believe is actually there. It, it kind of is interesting just because they do build on it even more. We have a restaurant, we have a museum, we have a festival held every year that draws in quite a few people. They have actually an actual statue of oh, Mothman. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, town. And it's, it is it's cool. really cool. It's actually really cool. I don't it know is. if it's outside the museum. I don't or, know where it is. It's I don't like, know it's where in the, in the, middle the town. Of the town. It, like in the is town, it like a town hall? square yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's also like eight feet tall or something oh, ridiculous. It's so cool. Well, it's like really most towns have like a, I don't know a statue of a, a pioneer Her. or a statue of like a, a war general or something. Yeah. Like we have this like all the Civil War stuff outside of the the Denver one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these guys got a Mothman, <laughs> right? Like I feel I like a it. chump now. Going past the guy whose TV exploded, possibly, or just went staticky, and then his dog ran away from him because he's crazy. Uh, moving <laughs> past that idea, uh, we move about a year later. There wasn't a lot of Mothman after that. Moving out of 1966 uh, and moving into 1967, you have what is basically Doom and Silver Bridge. Uh, you have this bridge that collapsed. It took down 31 cars, killed 46 people and injured nine. It was a devastating bridge collapse. And it wasn't a huge bridge collapse either. I've seen the pictures of it. It's not as big as you might expect it to be. Yeah, it just unfortunately like happened during rush hour. Right. I think like, if you try and look it up, it's like rush hour traffic collapsed bridge. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. And we're talking about a bridge. Uh, part of the problem with this bridge is it hadn't been inspected in years. I mean, when we say years, I mean like generations. Like, it had not been inspected in forever. Yeah, it was made back in the time when Model Ts were the only kinds of cars. And then fast-forward car production, a couple decades where everything weighs, like, 3,000 pounds. Yeah, it's everything weighs more. twice as much, and, at least. Yeah, so, you know, recipe for disaster, unfortunately. When you yeah. pile all that weight on one bridge, I mean, it just, it just seems normal 
not like normal, but like plausible. That yeah. Just like the weight itself just snapped the chain that caused the whole reaction of the bridge mm-hmm. collapsing. I mean. But but Cam, what does this have to do with Mothman? Well. <laughs> Thank you for asking, Jason. <laughs> so. This led to the idea that, as we talked about earlier, that Mothman is a uh, is a harbinger of doom, or at least thought to be like this herald that shows up before disasters happen. Like, like move over, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. He's the disaster artist. Boo. I knew you guys would love that joke. Uh, but I mean, Get out of here. But he supposedly started showing up briefly right before this bridge collapsed as this, like, herald. Like... It's going to collapse, guys. Though he never said it, right? Obviously, he never, like, walked up to anybody with his giant arm wings. Or wrote it down. Or wrote it down. Can he write? That's a whole other... <laughs> I was just... Those. So when I said... <laughs> so I said he didn't write it down as a joke, but now I'm thinking, like, wait, did he have, like, human hands? I've seen some drawings where he does have, like, arms, and then the wings come off the arms. Yeah. yeah. And I've seen some drawings where he just has wings. Right. Mo- and, and Monster else. Quest did the arms, like the man bat style arms. Yeah, so. and it's like drapery, basically. It's uh-huh. like any like 60s singer on stage. Oh, if he had all of that, but also just like big human hands, I would not like it. No. Nope. It would look no. like some sort of horrible nightscape, like cats. Yeah, it really would. Cats is a whole another conspiracy, though. We'll get into that at some point, maybe. It's a short episode. No, are you kidding me? That's a five-parter. How did they get so many good actors for that film? I How? really don't know. Okay, we if we if we need to hurry, we need to hurry away from this conversation. Otherwise, we'll be talking about cats the entire night. <laughs> so. Continue. Anyway, the bridge. They yeah, yeah, the bridge. They patched the movie. Yeah. Weeks after it came out. I know they patched the movie. Let's talk about Mothman. Uh, so going into this bridge disaster again we had 46 people dead most of them were crushed underneath the weight of these ridiculous cars and uh, the other ones drowned um, but Mothman had, had slowly begun to show up this is something that led to uh, the writing of what most people know the Mothman from the Mothman prophecies and that was a book that was written in 1975 uh, and it was built on the Harbinger of Doom ideal. And it was it, that book was written based specifically off of the bridge collapse. Because of this, because he's tied to this, Mothman gets tied to a lot of other things. We see him tied to Chernobyl specifically. There's a lot of witnesses uh, yeah. that oh, say that right. he was spotted briefly about that. or yeah. she was spotted around Chernobyl. Uh that's one of the really, really weird ones because there's actually a lot of witnesses. It's not just like one or two people. But then again, nuclear factories exploding. It's hard to trust what anyone is seeing. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I, I mean, I don't know. I unfortunately don't know much about Chernobyl. It feels like something I should know more about. Uh, but yeah, I'm not sure. And it's, and it's weird that uh, um, like rumors of a Mothman would show up in, in Russia of all places as opposed to because it seems like such a you know midwestern it's so ingrained in a midwestern united states folklore yeah. that it's showing up anywhere else is, is well and see that's weird. the thing is it kind of seems like mothman's like home base is like west virginia like wisconsin like places like that and uh what we're seeing is he also does appear all over the world uh mothman 
appeared during Chernobyl, or the days before, a lot of people said they were spotting this giant bird, and I believe they, they that was one of the ones that was like, it was a black bird. But again, if it's something flying really high, it's probably going to come across as black because silhouetting and all of that. Yeah. Um, but we also have it spotted right before the outbreak of swine flu in Mexico in 2009. We have people who, residents who, before the outbreak, were starting to say that they were seeing this large black bird flying around um and then suddenly the outbreak happened so again another harbinger of doom scenario uh and then we also have japan and the nuclear leaks there then we had a whole nuclear meltdown same thing as chernobyl back in but this time in 2011 so much much more recent something that's actually still affecting things today Uh and people again said that they saw him there so we have mexico russia america and japan and in America, for one of our big, big like events, we have these sightings during 9-11. Now, I don't want to go super into the sightings during 9-11 because there were only two, really. There's mm-hmm. only like two real reports. Yeah, you only show me those two is... quote-unquote pictures. Oh, so yeah, the... yeah, yeah. That, that was 9-11? Yes. Oh. <laughs> there are two pictures okay. out there. This man claims that he took his camera after he heard that buildings had gotten, like, crashed into. And he took his camera and he ran to go take pictures of that. And he spotted Mothman flying or some creature flying. If you look at the pictures and you pull up the image, he very obviously photoshopped the same image over two different pictures. And the image is... It, it just looks like a bird. It does. Yeah. Like, 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 okay, benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Maybe it was Mothman just really far away. But he's make But, like, in both the pictures... Uh, the the bird like image is just in the exact the exact same pose. Yeah. In uh, one of the pictures, there's like a weird shine of light just around the bird that doesn't look natural. Well, and like to me, if you look at the way he's posed in the pictures, Mothman is that it looks like Mothman is way too close to those buildings to be the size that he would be without anyone else seeing him or getting video footage that's, of him. That's the other big thing because yeah. he looks like he'd be huge because he looks like he's right next to these buildings and he's like a floor tall. Yeah, I mean that's insane. Yeah, I mean set like what was the what was the thing? We, it was like seven foot, seven feet. feet. Yeah, I mean it's still. Very typically tall, seven feet but... tall but that's not a whole floor or like no, two no, floors no, 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 almost no, no. Yeah. yeah like if he had stood up like if you flip that image of mothman in that picture he's like the height of like a, a story and a half yeah which is way too big yeah way too big especially um, with wingspan there are a few other <laughs> I, I guess i just should digress a little bit there are a few other witness accounts that do say uh that mothman or that what they say is that there was some silhouetted creature that was right next to the planes as they crashed. However, I would like to say this does not fit the Mothman MO. Mothman is never there when it happens. Mothman is there before it happens or after it happens. Mm-hmm. So if Mothman was flying next to the plane, that'd be a completely different thing. Now, that's I'm gonna, a whole nother conspiracy. But that's the thing, is I'm going to move <laughs> out of the 9-11 thing because truthfully, that is one of the weakest sightings I've heard from it because there's like three witness accounts. And um, none of them add up to anything. And the pictures make me really think it's not true. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's that's one of the important ones. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, speaking of the bridge, too, um, that was supposedly, like, the exact point where sightings of Mothman, like, severely dropped off. Yeah. Like, people thought it was kind of the end of it, but he's, like, periodically popped up in different places or even around the same area. And often around disasters. Yeah, and when he does, it's similar to how this first one, the 60s, played out, where, you know, there's about 
what, like a couple months of people coming in saying, yeah, I saw me a Mothman. Yeah. And, um, and then, Reddest yeah. Reddest eyes I've ever seen. Was it a man? Was it a moth? I don't know. There was um, a sighting in 1978, and this is going to go into another country, um, where we have Freeburg, Germany. Uh, I might be saying that incorrectly. I probably am. Um, it's not free bird. It's free berg. I know, but it's just like when you say it quickly, it sounds like free bird. So that's, that's what bird? I thought you said it at, at, at first. And I was like, oh, free bird. See the so, giant bird. Oh, here's that bird again. Oh, that bird. There so the story happened in September on September 10th, 1978 in Germany. And these miners, a group of them, said they came face to face. Wait, like miners or miners? Like miners. <laughs> yeah. Like grown men who work in a mine or like children? Yeah, miners. Okay, cool. Yeah, miners. So miners with axes, right? Like pickaxes. <laughs> okay, so little kids. Are we kids, back yeah. at black Right, so little again? kids. Right. <laughs> uh, no. So miners were working in a mine as they do not miners in a mine but like people who mine right in a mine <laughs> miners <laughs> not child miners labor in a mine. oh miners not child labor right right okay uh, so, uh they said they came face to face with a headless creature with glowing red eyes on Wait, its chest headless yes Yes. Seriously? Headless creature. Okay, yeah, I did, yeah. The eyes on the chest. Glowing red eyes on the chest. That's scary. Right? But this very much fits into the owl like persona where like they they carve this like owl like tear upside down teardrop almost, right? And you have this large head with two bulging eyes out of it with like this dome shape, which could look like a headless person with glowing eyes on their chest. Sure. Sounds like Mysterio. Could have also been Mysterio. <laughs> I don't think it was. Does he have the, the titular Spider-Man? Doesn't villain. he have the eyes like on his chest, like like right here, like on his collarbone? Yeah, one of the designs he's got like the actual like dumb eye thing. Well, there you go. It was Mysterio with his fishbowl helmet. It was what should have been Bruce Campbell in Spider-Man Four. You think he's ever sad when his fish dies in his fishbowl helmet? I just imagine he's got like no. A I feel like he would fish. laugh maniacally, like yeah, <laughs> it's me, lot. Mysterio, man. <laughs> That is a great Mysterio. It's just like... You should have played him. It's No, it's just like Mysterio in the Spider-Man 2 game. Remember that? Oh, I man. am Mysterio. Oh, man. Remember when you... Remember... Remember when, remember when you catch him in the gas station? He puts you through like some kind of game show thing. Yeah, yeah it's great. Oh, my God. Okay. And then you find him in the fucking gas station and Again, magic before we go off on Mysterio and Cats... <laughs> Uh, right, we'll, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Like, one-on-one. Yeah. Not on the podcast. Yeah. Because no one wants to hear that. <laughs> uh, so, at first they thought it was a guy in a trench coat. Um, and then they say they realized it was not a coat. Like, it, it's, they said it unfurled its wings inside of this mine. Which... I thought it was standing in front of it. No, it's standing in front of them. First of all... In the mine. Yeah. First of all, I don't think there's a lot of space in a mine. Probably not for a seven-foot-tall creature to, like, do a full wingspan. Yeah, did they say he was... I'm sorry if, I, if you already said it, but did they say he was seven feet or they just said he was tall? They didn't say, but I'm going off of the seven feet because that's what's always reported. Yeah. It's cool. always... And they reported it as being large. Yeah, um, so... And it, it seemingly headless, but... 
Uh, they they realized it was not someone in a trench coat, and uh, they were they were closer to the entrance than it was. It was in the mine. They would basically just walked into the mine, mm-hmm. uh, and they were going to go to work that day. Now they just stood staring at it, and then it just screamed, which is why this is called the uh, Freeberg Shrieker, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so that's what this is actually. This thing is actually named is the Freeberg Shrieker. A lot of people equate it to Mothman though, because it's so similar. It's very, very similar, minus a few details. Then they ran. Obviously, this thing screams at them. They have no idea what it is. It's huge. They run away. Uh, an hour later, the entire mine collapsed. So it saved them. Yeah, basically, it's, it's yeah all all of the typical Mothman. And, and this is one of those stories where, like, if the this prophecy. like this mine collapsed, and I found a lot of information on this. There was a mine that collapsed, at least in like the articles I found. And when you look at that, there is something real to this story. And regardless of what was actually there, yelling or whatever, something scared them away and saved them from being in that mine. They most assuredly probably would not have survived a mine collapse, mm-hmm. um, and they would have been working in positions they said where they would have definitely died. Yeah. In the mine. Uh, so that is kind of an interesting thing. And it did happen in 1978, three years after uh, the book released, Mothman Prophecies released. Which, if you don't know the Mothman Prophecies, it was made into a movie featuring Richard Gere. Uh, Every single article on the internet that mentions the movie says starring Richard Gere. Yeah. So now it's just burned to my skull. Yeah. Richard Gere, man. <laughs> Richard Gere. And like, I guess because it's the only... I mean, I haven't seen it from what I can tell. It's the only like redeemable quality about that movie. So what I've heard is it's actually uh, pretty good. It doesn't really go into the Mothman thing all that much. It actually just kind of goes into the hysteria around it. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. I haven't seen it. I'm going to watch it because of this. Um, yeah, I'm, inter- I'm interested enough. Yeah. Let's have a watch party. Yeah. We should have a watch party. I really like Richard Gere, too. Yeah. So that's another... Piece of Let's that. just keep saying his name. Richard Gere. Richard yeah. Gere. Gere. We're, we're talking about the Mothman myth, which of course is made in the famous movie starring Richard starring Gere. Starring Richard Gere. Yeah. We're I'm gearing up Richard for something Gere. great here. Yeah. Yeah. That is one of the like big stories for me that I think is really interesting because we've it's been talked about a lot with Mothman. Is this something that's creating the chaos or is it something that's trying to save people from the chaos? But it doesn't know how, so it just flies around in circles for a couple days beforehand. <laughs> it is because not because uh, it has the brain of a moth, so it doesn't understand. Maybe this uh, was just its one attempt at being like, "I'm just going to confront them." <laughs> like, don't do this. But then, then again, think about the 66 kids in the car, right? The two couples that were in the car driving away from it. Maybe it was trying to scare them back into town because there was something dangerous out on the outskirts. Did, did we talk about how? Um... Like the the TNT zone? Not yet. We'll get into the TNT zone because that's one of the what is it type of things. Mm -hmm. Um, The TNT zone is in West Virginia and it's right outside of Point Pleasant. And it's a place you really shouldn't go. It's also called the Acid Area. Uh, It was a militarized operation. They don't completely know what went on there. They know they built a lot of weapons there. And there's a lot of waste It's abandoned World War II things just everything it's like thousands of acres there's a lot of dangerous metals there's a lot of dangerous waste there's a ton of stuff it's still considered dangerous to this day Mm -hmm. um and people used to just drive around it for fun in the middle of the night because they could yeah which is what they were doing Uh uh-huh so i want to move into the i want to keep with the terrible screeching thing i've been waiting so we talked about uh 2011 in japan and i want to go back into that real quick uh marcus pools was an american visiting 
uh, Japan, and he was near the uh, Fukushima plant when they. He says he saw something that resembled Mothman. Uh, he said there was like this sound of something flying by, like heavy, large, and then a piercing screech, which again goes into the Freeburg, Germany thing. Like the Freeburg Shrieker. Freebird! Freebird Shrieker. Freebird! He says, uh, he's quoted as saying it was large and black. Uh, from the distance, I was. From the distance I was at, it looked to be sitting on top of one of the squared-shaped buildings and sat there for about five seconds, unfurled what looked like large black wings. Again, matches the 1978 description Mm -hmm. very, very well. Um, And then he said, that's when I noticed the two large eyes, and they seemed to glow. Uh, They were unblinking in the three to four seconds that we saw it, and then it kind of just left. But he said during that time, it made no attempt to like disguise what it was. And this is shortly before the Fukushima disaster. So again, this is something warning people away. I don't know why it warns people away by sitting there menacingly mm-hmm. and doesn't really let anyone know what it is. Well, this, all those kind of like stories where it's like kind of just there as an omen kind of reminds me of like the angel of death kind of thing. Where it just kind of appears and then you're supposed to just like know that something's happening. Well, and it, it's that and it's idea, not going to do anything about it. It's just there as like a like a thing, like it, an omen. It reminds me a lot of, I'm going to go into comics because why not? Uh, but there's a, there's a comic book character called the Spectre in DC. Uh, very interesting character. But what the Spectre is or what he first shows up to be is this character that's being forced to watch disasters in multiple universes over and over and over again because he has to pay for his crimes. So he is like a death angel, like you say. And that's kind of what Moth... Like, I mean, it is kind of what Mothman seems like. This char- this thing who shows up and is forced to be there for the event but can't do anything about but it. But he's not there for the event. We don't know that, though. Because, again... Normally, he's there before or after. Normally, we seen see... before. Right. Oh. We, we see that he's seen before. He doesn't necessarily disappear, just the, people are so focused on the event. We do have, like, 9-11, we have the mind collapse, which he's, like, there right before. He's in there an hour before. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have Fukushima. He's there a couple days before. Most likely, he's around. And Chernobyl, people claim they saw it, the bird before and during the event. Oh. So there are witnesses that do claim to have, to see things like that during the event. And there is another story that goes into that that we will uh, get into as well. Uh, there is, so we talked about the Silver Bridge, and this is something that's also mentioned in one of the docs we watched. Uh, this one happened in 2007, and it was the I-35 West Bridge in Minneapolis, Minnesota, which opened the same year Silver Bridge collapsed. Uh, so this bridge had been around for the, uh, for that frame of time, so six, mm-hmm. since sixty seven to two thousand seven. Uh, then on August first, after a month of Mothman being around, the bridge collapses, killing thirteen people and injuring hundred and forty five other people. So it was a huge collapse. I've seen pictures of it. It's like this giant like highway collapse, and it looks really really bad. Yeah, didn't they have? Was that? Uh... Was that actual video footage or some kind of similar footage that we just watched in that thing? So what we saw was a little bit... I think we saw a little bit of news coverage of it. But yeah. that was okay. that was pretty much it. Yeah, um, I've never seen a video of it collapsing. Yeah. I, yeah. So so I know the story about the, the first bridge 
Yeah. Not so much about this one. Do you were you able to find uh, any kind of similar story where, uh, I mean, aside from the fact that obviously it was really old, was it just not maintained? So, I couldn't find a lot about whether or not like the bridge was well maintained or what kind of caused the collapse. Um, but basically what I found is that people had been seeing it repeatedly around that specific bridge. It wasn't just in the city. It was around that bridge. One woman saw it. She described it as being like the width of a Ford, like a huge creature, like in terms of wingspan and everything. So we don't have any like logical explanation like we do with the silver bridge. No, we don't. Not that I've seen just that a bridge collapsed. Now we might be able to find it if we look a little bit deeper into it. Um, Sure. But, uh, it is just kind of one of those things that seems like a freak accident. And we do have inspection laws now because of 1967, the Silver Bridge collapsing created inspection laws in 68, which are something that we uphold now. That doesn't mean bridges don't collapse, but we try to stay away from that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if we could find anything on what happened. But that was one of the bigger events. Any other stories? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, like the rest, because there are uh, a bunch of them just around. I'm sure, uh, even though I haven't seen any yet, I'm sure there must be a forum somewhere, like, like dedicated to like Mothman sightings. You know, like how there is like is. A, a wiki fandom page for oh, Mothman. Yeah. There you it go. Is for everything. So it's man. kind of. <laughs> I guess it's sort of like a forum, right? Yeah. A collection of pages. Yes. Just, just like, I'm sure there's dozens and dozens of, of like, of people, of reported sightings. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's, these were the big ones. The ones that started the, uh, like, started it all, you know? There's a lot of, like, fan fiction about Mothman. Excuse there's people, me? like, writing just random fiction stories about it. So, like, I found that wiki page, but then I was like... Okay, I gotta like filter these because I'm pretty sure half of these are just like creepypasta stories. So I do have one more story. Okay, uh, wait, all right, wait, can, can I can I can I can I can I give you can I give you this story? Yes. Uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Mothman, a Mothman <laughs> cross male reader story, uh, and then in parentheses it says smut. <laughs> really? Yeah. You don't say. Who's it by? It's by. Don't say no. it. No. Just kidding, you can say it. Nova Comics. Oh. Hmm. Oh, it's still in progress. Oh, it's a oh. continuation. After years of searching for the famous Mothman, you finally find him, only he's much more than you expected. <laughs> hot. I don't care who you are, that's hot. Why are you looking at me In like 2009, that? in Mexico, <laughs> we talked about the sightings before the flu outbreak. And the reason why I wanted to wait to talk about this one is because it has a mixture of every other sighting we've seen, which is kind of interesting. We have a chase, we have screeching, we have it showing up around the events, and then we have the event happening and killing people, right? And uh, one person claimed that they were chased for 15 minutes at night on March 6th in 2009 uh, by this giant creature. Uh, People actually did try to hunt it down, including the local authorities, tried to hunt it down, and they, you know, to no avail. Obviously, no one caught the Mothman, or we wouldn't be doing this on just a conspiracy podcast. That'd be something way more interesting. But they'd string him up like a shark back when sharks were first attacking people in America. 
those would be interesting pictures. You think they? You you wouldn't think they would like pin them to a board like they do regular moths, but it's a big man. Put them in a shadow box. Put them, <laughs> yeah. Try them out. Uh, actually, I don't like that. No, that sounds <laughs> it's horrifying. Good. It's it's the man part that's unsettling me. I'm it's wondering like, wait a minute, now, I'm a man. Is there someone what out the there like me? in Virginia who just has like a giant bird pinned to like a frame? Like, I got the moth man. I, I bet you money man. that somebody has something that's like, I got one of his feathers. I got one of his <laughs> one of his one of his pieces of fur. <laughs> yeah. Fur? Is that what moths have? That's is what that I've got. Is that fur? Is that feathers? I don't know. Which one do they have? Do they have feathers? That's what I have. I've got the feathers. That's the reddest red I've ever seen. <laughs> you know, I had one of his wings, but it just up and disappeared. I, I don't think. know. I don't know. I had I static on my TV, which is not is not odd because I've got like three channels. And I was on not any of those channels. So it's not rare to have static, but I'm just saying, maybe I've never had the other channels because Mothman. People with different accents are funny. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care who you are. That's comedy. It's always comedy. (laughs) So we've got Mothman. We've got all of the sightings and all of these eyewitnesses. Could all of these people lie, right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, they could. But are they? Right? <laughs> are are they, they? Like, let's remember that people that are trustworthy, like firefighters, have seen this. Now, does that mean all firefighters are reliable? No. Or the very nice woman that owns the Mothman Diner. Right. Who apparently believes it so hard, she started a diner. Just because you yeah. own a diner, are you reliable? Yes. No. But, but are you telling the truth? Maybe yes. not. Maybe you aren't. But is it a real story? Something going on now? Yes. Possibly no. I want to go yeah. talk to her. <laughs> uh, yeah, we could go talk to but her. But what we can say about Mothman is that there are also conspiracies around the most important thing here, which is what the hell is it? Yeah. And but that's it, what we've been waiting to get into here. Yeah, because like outside of the creature thing, I was seeing some, uh, seeing some alien... Yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I, I passed by one. This is a really quick story. And it was like going into alien. I didn't know if we wanted to get into alien stuff yet. Oh, do yeah, it. Sure. This is pretty quick. Let's do it. where we're at. Um, very quickly, uh, some guy, uh, people like reported seeing some guy talking to a re- weirdly strange thing. Looked like a person, but not quite. Like off the side of the road somewhere in... Uh, I forget. I think it might have been West Virginia, if not, you know, Midwest, that area. And he was talking to somebody and then and then and then just drove off and no one knows what what happened. And people were apparently sighting UFOs around that time. Um, Mm. And like like the only thing that this was just in the thing of like, you know, weird uh, things that may or may not be real that happened in the Midwest. (laughs) So, of course, Mothman's going to like come up as a question. Like, well, maybe it was Mothman. And uh, apparently people who witnessed the guy talking to the weird thing were approached by, oh my God, the men in black. They're what? back. They're in every conspiracy. The yes, men in black really is a way to try and make real this story that you have that you're afraid no one's going to believe. It's yeah. something that I feel Because like everyone believes so the government's real. Well, yeah. Or is it? But we also know that the government... We also know the government has secret projects, like combining people with moths. No, they don't do that. Uh, 
There's been no proof. How of that. do you know, Cameron? I don't know. You don't have the files. Does a moth even have feathers? I actually don't <laughs> know. What is it? I think it's fur, isn't it? Is it considered fur? It's like butterfly wings. One time I had one fly right in front of me when I was writing on a piece of paper and it was like a very white piece of paper. It's it went it did like a skid across the paper. I never knew that they just shed sparkly something. Don't know that's what gotta it be, is. That's got to be some kind of fur then, right? I don't know anything or, about insect biology. Or is it government mind control dust? <gasps> and Mothman's just a bigger version to spread his sparkles <gasps> like Butterfree. <laughs> oh, man. What does Butterfree sound like? Butterfree. Is that what he sounds like? It's so wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, remember he does the free, free, free. That's free. what he does. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You did the flapping. No one can see this, but he's doing the flapping. Uh, oh, I want to go home and catch a butterfree. But uh, Men in Black, they, they're going to show up. I mean, a lot of conspiracies we talk about on the show, the Men in Black are going to show up at some point in time. Because it's them. often a, yeah. someone showed up and they told me to shut up. Yeah. Right? That's crazy. They, they were wearing black, which is not a color you see in good towns. Nobody actually, ever wears black suits these days. Yes, Which is kind of true. <laughs> Proper man wears a brown suit. The red tie. <laughs> well, I just mean, you know, suits aren't that common unless you live in a city, I guess, and people are, like, working. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like most people, like, at least for, in, like, my personal experience, when you're walking around, nobody's, like, just wearing a suit casually unless you're working. I don't agree. I, unless I, you're behind a big I used to go to thing. school with this one dude who wore a suit every single day. Dude, same. Did he really? Yeah. Really? Seriously. Was it the same guy? Every single no. day. No. Oh, was, oh, okay. Different states. I'm from Nevada. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. I didn't know if it was like, yeah. <laughs> unless he was like a trans-dimensional person. No, his name was Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Did he have big red eyes? I don't know. He wore glasses. <gasps> it could have been hiding them. To give him normal eyes. He was either Cyclops from X-Men Origins Wolverine or he's a Mothman. I don't There's think he had red options. eyes, though. I don't think. <laughs> well, did, did you see his eyes? I they, don't they remember at this you don't point. Know. You don't know. Dun, dun. You just got me thinking about Cyclops and how from dumb X-Men that Origins idea. Okay, Wolverine. anyway, yeah. can I talk about the Men in Black? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the Men in Black. Cool. Um, I read a lot of things um, about the Men in Black. Cool, let's talk about the men in black. <laughs> okay. They're men, so, they're in, and they're black. black. Who wears a solid colored tie? Okay, anymore? don't do this again. No. <laughs> um, remember that article I was talking about where they blew up that story about blowing up a TV? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I, like, I think I could see where this is going. So at the end of the article, they start talking about men in black. Um, and basically, they were saying that around... Like, that whole year of 1967, there were, like, over 100 reports of Mothman sightings, right? But there were probably, like, hundreds more because the men in black were in town. Mm. And they were telling people to stop talking about it. And apparently, <laughs> they weren't just in black. Uh, they were apparently posing as army people, too, and showing up in army uniforms, or there was one woman who claimed to be uh, the guy that wrote the book. He was around during this time. Oh, yeah. The the, the Prophecies book? Yeah. yeah. He, th there was like a woman going around that was claiming to be his secretary to get information out of people. And he didn't have a secretary. He's a writer. Writers don't have secretaries. Yeah. So like there was a lot of, apparently, men in black stuff, too. Yeah. 
I mean, you see the men in black show up a lot in these type of things, and they're always there to try and get people to be quiet. And it is something that I think makes it more real for the community that believes in these type of things more heavily. Like people that are like, this is definitely true, and we got to go hunt this down. And being told to shut up about it makes you believe like that it's more real because there's someone out there trying to stop you from talking about it, right? Yeah. And they don't want the news out there. They don't want you to know that there's a Mothman. I don't know what the point of hiding Mothman would be. Yeah. And, and there's there's other weird sightings of Mothman. I where like there is one I didn't really go into because it's a really quick story. It's just some truck driver said he drove by an air an airport and there was a giant man standing there in all black who was standing right outside the fence of the airport. And then he said, the truck driver said as he was like driving around the airport more, he got to see him a little bit better and said it wasn't a man dressed in all black. It was a creature that was completely black. And it then like pulled out its wings. But that was it. Like it wasn't like it flew off or anything, which I thought was weird. There wasn't anything else like, to look, the story. look, I have wings. But also, <gasps> but also I imagine if something that's seven feet in length is flying around an airport... You're, it's gonna get noticed. Like yeah. maybe, possibly. It's the men in black. It's the men in black. They're flying around with brand new contractors. I just like imagine like the air traffic controllers like, uh, we got something flying over here, and then there's just like a guy puts his hand on his shoulder. Nope. Don't talk about that. <laughs> and it's a guy that. in a suit that he didn't see board the plane, but he's there somehow. In the pilot's cockpit. No. Uh, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. We got uh. Turbulence. Tur- yeah. Turbulence and mock. It was a bird. I really just saw a bird. Oh, it's that bird again. It wasn't a bird. Ladies and gentlemen, we're almost to your destination. We're going to show up here pretty soon. Hey, what's going on up there? Why are you telling us the truth? There's nothing. No, there's, there's, a, go- there's a big mothman. I see him. <laughs> He's right outside. I, I can see him. I'm looking at him. What do you got to say to that? So... Getting into this is some of, some of these things are kind of ridiculous, and having the Men in Black show up it, it makes it more official, right? That's the word for it, official. Especially if they're mm-hmm. showing up in army uniforms, mm-hmm. and especially when you add aliens to it too, more people are willing to jump on aliens well, and yeah. they're on a giant oh, yeah, Mothman yeah, yeah. creature. If, if your if your folklore thing has aliens, Men in Black are going to show up at at some point. In oh like, yeah, and in your like in your research about about our about this topic, you know. Yeah, I mean there's even there's even conspiracy theories that they are aliens, the men in black. So there's uh, also that. So or that Mothman is an alien. Or that Mothman is an alien. And that that is one of the things here is that Mothman is supposedly an alien, but again for the same reasons that we already think Mothman exists, which is is the Herald. Uh, they think that it's aliens trying to stop us from destroying our own society, which goes into the whole idea that the reason why we're starting to get visited by aliens more now is because we have nuclear energy uh, and that they're trying to stop us from overusing nuclear energy and destroying ourselves. Mothman kind of falls into that. Yeah. He shows up in an industrial section of time. Yeah, that's true. But also, like, going with that, just to play devil's advocate... Like what? So like the him him being there to warn. Say he he was there to warn about the bridge, right? Yeah. Why just this one bridge? Well, in you know, a random small town. If he is like just trying to be, uh, like trying to prevent, like him showing at, at Chernobyl, or even though again we talked about how it's nonsense, but if he was at nine eleven, or like like I if he if he was like some sort of harbinger of doom, I would believe him believe it more if he was only sighted at these really big 
things in history rather than this bridge collapsing. Obviously, the bridge collapsing was terrible and people actually died. But and, and, I mean, when you compare when you compare that to something like Chernobyl. And that's one thing that I think is actually really interesting when you think about it. And a lot of the things I found in my research is like that question of why. But as you brought up, uh, why, you know, why be at the bridge? And it could be to draw more notice to the bridge because who really cares about a bridge collapsing in the middle of nowhere on the, you know, like on, on the side of the country. And, you know, in 1966, it's not like there weren't tragedies all around. There were other things that happened, mm -hmm. but this particular tragedy led to the Inspection Act That's, in 1968. Yeah, I, as you were talking, like a light bulb went off. Yeah. I realized, yeah, that, it did cause that. So then would he would have, if would the Mothman know that that would have happened? He's so interdimensional. Maybe the whole point of Mothman is to bring notice to things that need to be fixed. So like that bridge collapsing, it had a reason why it collapsed. They had to inspect to find that reason. And because of that, they had to pass a new law. You also have uh, Chernobyl. Chernobyl was a huge, a huge eye opener to the world of nuclear power. They ignored tons of protocols they were supposed to be following, and it showed that these big corporations would ignore these things at the cost of like thousands, tens of thousands of people's lives, mm -hmm. and like, and they're you know being deformed later on and all these things. Uh, and then you have 9/11. 9/11. If you go into it. If you look at the blueprints of the towers, the towers were constructed quickly and not accurately. In fact, the shafts of the towers were not constructed to withstand anything that was like anything longer than like a few years of being up. There's a lot that goes into that that a lot of people say that they definitely skipped out on way too much in building the 9-11 towers. That's so, another conspiracy. But no, it's but it, it isn't because it opens <laughs> up your eyes to the fact that again, you have industrial inspections gone wrong. These are things where protocols were lifted from Chernobyl and nobody cared. Uh, a bridge hadn't been inspected for years and was holding cars twice the weight of cars it was built to hold. 9-11 uh, had towers that were not sustainably built so that they wouldn't just like crumble inward. Uh, you have the uh, Japan 2011 thing that happened where people were not paying enough attention to whether or not again similar to chernobyl they were ignoring protocols they were ignoring different protocols we now have a radiation that they think is leaking into the ocean because of these protocols ignored and they can't really stop it because of how heavy the radiation is they can't get in to stop it and swine flu was the same thing they ignored an outbreak before it happened so there is that idea that mothman is there to show us what we're ignoring mm. and that we that's shouldn't. deep it's deep, but it also is a big reason possibly why it's there. Yeah. It, that, it's He really takes on this weird, like, guardian guardian of Earth, kind of like Mothra. Yeah. <laughs> is this, well, weirdly enough, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's some sort of, uh, like, sci like uh, not psychological, I'm trying to think of, you know, like how some, like things have been around just in human like we know something is good or bad like from like ancient times yeah. you know what i mean yeah. common sense not exactly common sense <laughs> like like we know we know fire good premonition fire good i don't know getting eaten by a thing is bad instinct yeah maybe kind and of i'm struggling to find the words here because i'm awful at vocabulary but uh i mean I want, i'm interested to see maybe there's like something like ever since ancient times we've like looked at moths as being some sort of good luck thing maybe or some sort of bad luck thing, maybe, and that's why we're associating Mothman mm. or just moths in general, <laughs> apparently, with Mothman and Mothra as like these guardians of Earth. Yeah, sort of I deal. Mean, it's 
Definitely I, a possibility. We should dig into that. Yeah. I'll there, tweet about it. There is more to dig into there. Um, now, that so those are two things that he could be for. He could just be there to be a herald to explain, you know, as an alien or whatever, to be to explain to us what's going wrong, or as an alien to scare the hell out of us, I guess, for, like, during these disasters. Yeah, because the thing about what really makes him like some sort of protective thing is there's not i don't think there's a single story at least of all the all the famous ones of him ever hurting anybody no giving people a good scare yeah, yeah. but no ne- never never hurts anybody the fur the closest we get is the dog disappearing yeah which i mean but like if a dog never runs saw out him pick up the dog you live in yeah. the middle of the woods if a dog Anything if a dog runs out dog. yeah yeah but, even even like in a you know in a crowded neighborhood where there's tons of people who could go out and look for the dog like you know people lose their pets lost. every day, I mean literally every day in every scenario in every place. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's it's not that unbelievable. Um, going into the little more believable side of things though, for what this could be, uh, we do have the original thought, which was owls. Right, that's the most common. Actually, a lot of skeptics to Mothman though deny that it's owls. They say that it's not. Because they say maybe like one or two sightings have been, and it's possible that you know a couple more have been. Um, it would make sense. But what we do have is we have the bird ideal in general. And the birds in general are kind of an interesting idea because of the wingspan and because of how big they can stretch themselves. It's right? that bird again. They can make themselves look big. But there is one that I found that I think is really interesting. So first of all, when you go into the bird theory, you have this idea of humans grafting fears of like giant creatures and things like that, especially in the 60s when you have a lot of people that are very stitious, right? Very stitious. Very uh, stitious. To a super point. Uh <laughs> But they're kind of grafting their own fears onto these larger objects that they're seeing or these very poorly lit objects that look bigger than they actually are. If you have a bird that is like several feet long and you're cutting off just the edges of it, well, it's going to look bigger. You're, and you don't know how for, how much further that stretches and you're scared anyway because it's chasing your car, it's angry at you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but owls make sense for some sightings like i think the original 1966 gravedigger sighting i think that was an owl yeah i think you can almost completely conclude that that was an owl um i actually found articles uh the one that we keep making fun of the one that's like oh it's that bird again uh the original theory was actually a uh a sandhill crane that's what i was getting into yeah the crane yeah i've seen i really like that one though because the largest birds, the largest they can get um, is about as tall as an average size man standing up on their legs yeah. on the ground, mm. um, which means their wingspan is also probably fairly large. Oh, yeah. And if you look at pictures of them, they have red eyes, but then they also have red flesh around their eyes, oh. which makes it look a lot bigger. So like if you saw it at night and like it reflected off just right, it would look like giant red eyes yeah. on this giant bird. And the only thing is, like, normally that doesn't really go east of the Mississippi at all. And it probably, like, if, if it ended up in West Virginia, it was way off course in migration. Um, but that would explain why there's only one. And that's what I was going to go to, too, is the Sandhill Crane specifically. But we talked about it a little bit earlier, the acid area, the TNT bunkers, right? Uh, what some people think is that there were sandhill cranes or one or two or whatever around that area that got deformed by the area. Yeah, I read that too. And that those deformities 
furthered the idea that it was a human and not a bird because when you're deformed like that when you're like growing growths or whatever it may be from all of these toxic chemicals you're not going to look like a bird and you know people are going to see the closest thing they know which they would start to see a human or at least they would think they're seeing a human yeah but the only thing that gets me with that theory is that there was i forget which sighting it was but they specifically said like it had like beefy legs like man legs (laughs) You know, and if you look at a crane's legs, those things are like stick thin. But if you have a Damn crane with growths boy. on his legs and you're only seeing partial like lit points on his legs, there's a possibility that you're seeing something yeah. a lot thicker and something that could see. And also in the light at night, things look bigger than they are. Dude, if I just thinking about it, if I was sitting in my car in the dark in the woods which I am not from. I am from the desert, okay? Anywhere with trees <laughs> scares me. <laughs> so if I was sitting in the dark in a car and I just had my headlights on and a bird the size of a man walked in front of my car, I would freak out too. Well, even if even if it was just a big old owl. Yeah. Like it, this actually does go with with instinct. Like big scary hawk owl thing that yeah. does nothing but kill. That's scary, very bad. Me yeah. scared. And a lot of times so you could like look bigger or just your emotions will mess with you and go, oh well, god, thing gonna kill me. And especially they often, the cranes have red eyes well, and, and the red flesh around it. Yeah. And so in the light and the dark, very it, just, it sounds honestly horrifying just as the animal itself. And we also know, and this has been something that's been brought up with the Mothman is birds tend to perch on things and they tend to perch on butch on bushes, trees, whatever. If you see a bird perched on a bush and it's got like its its wings hanging down, which they do sometimes after they land, mm-hmm. it's going to look huge. Yeah. And especially if you catch the glint of its eyes, if you catch that retinal refraction and you're catching these blood vessels, it's going to look terrifying. Yeah, retinal refraction. It's that thing when you walk down a hallway and your cat's like staring at you. Yeah. Like it wants to murder you. And it's got glowing eyes in the dark. Yes, owls have that. And specifically owls in that region, that they're, the, the color is red. Yeah. Specifically. And, and a lot of birds and animals in general, you find that it tends to be red because there's so many blood vessels in the eye that that light is reflecting the blood vessels. So it's reflecting all of the red. And and owls specifically, they have like those like domed in like inside so that they can mm-hmm. capture more light. And that comes across as even more red. Yeah. So you have that. And going into the eyewitness accounts... I wanted to say the one thing from Monster Quest that really caught me, which is they tested... <laughs> the CGI. They tested... Yes. They tested the witnesses by making different cutouts and driving along a road and shining a light on which I think is great. No, yeah, no. I this was, this was like, in, like, we've been... Make, I've been, like, making fun of this show, at least whenever I got the chance to. Oh, yeah. But yeah. this was... Um, very well thought out. Very smart. Experiment. Multiple cutouts. They got actual witnesses of Mothman, drove them down, shine flashlights on whatever, and then had them guess it to the height and the, like, the width of these creatures. And they put red eyes on it and everything. Uh, and I quote, he said, the, the investigator, the researcher said at the <laughs> end, I think that people are not good at this. Uh, <laughs> no, that's 100% true. <laughs> he literally has his quote. Yeah, because uh, people just were mis representing the size and again this is when they're calmly driving through the woods they know they're in an experiment they yeah. know they're looking for something and even when even when in like a calm scenario where they're trying to look at something and trying to figure out how tall it is they still got it wrong and the right. thing too with that is they you didn't 
even describe that they did one really small one. It was like two feet tall, right? Yep. And then one that was what was the middle one? They did like four like feet. a four foot one, and, and then they, they did one that was like eight. Yeah, or they seven. did an eight foot eight? one. Yeah. yeah, and so people completely misguessed these for the most part, or completely overshot it. And they arranged them at different distances too, so you don't just have a two foot one right next to your car. You got a two foot one like. 14 feet away yeah. mm-hmm. it's a lot harder to tell what it looks like and the funny thing is is like these like they were showing the witnesses and people were not as positive as their own actual witness account they were like well uh it kind of looked like it was hard to tell it was this but then their own witness accounts they're like it was definitely seven feet its it, wings were huge it was definitely in front of my car it was definitely uh, part man part moth for sure it was definitely very spooky and you should definitely visit my Mothman uh, bread and breakfast. I would. Yes. Okay, we're, we're planning a, our vacation for the Mothman festival. And if there is a Mothman bed and breakfast, we're 100% staying. I don't care how expensive it is. Can you keep Mothman away similar <laughs> to like similar to like vampires where you wear like the garlic around your neck? Can you just wear a bunch of mothballs? Does that deter him? <laughs> I heard foil also deters moths. Does it? Yeah, my grandma used to put foil in her coats to keep moths out. Just put it like on your doorknob and then he like walks up and he's like, ah, oh, foiled again. Hey, the tinfoil hat. Let's all just make tinfoil hats. Moth bulls. <laughs> you gotta stop him somehow. So like when there's a bunch of moth sightings happening again, like, oh no, we need to break them out again. Everyone's got like mothballs like around their houses. Like, like, you know, like in the, the, the Vincent Price, like, vampire movie where he just has the garlic over the door to keep him out? Well, I will say the most recent sightings aren't in West Virginia anymore. They're out in... near, like, Wisconsin or something like that. Oh, yeah. like oh I saw some... Out. I saw an article, but they were showing up in Chicago. Okay, yeah. yeah. So they're, so they're definitely moving, that. or, like, Mothman is definitely moving. Still Midwest, though. Still Midwest, but it's moving away from the original <laughs> locations, uh, which could just be because of the over, like... If, if we're talking about this creature that doesn't really want to be noticed, but wants the events around it to be noticed, maybe it's just moving away from how well known it is. The thing about this creature <laughs> is that there is, similar to black-eyed children, there is no evidence. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's no pictures. There's no there's pictures. Like, there's a picture there's, there's of like, one on a bridge. There's something like one on a bridge. Yeah, exactly. Jason it's knows. A bird. Yeah, Cameron gets it. No, it's too big to be a bird. It just looks like something hanging off of a bridge. That's like the only one that like I'm sitting there watching, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Like, but, but if it's that, a Mothman. But but with that tone, it says it all. It's not, oh, maybe it's... Yeah, maybe. I'm also a skeptic, though. I mean, I just... <laughs> I, I, I just mean, like, yeah, like, like even... Like, like, even if that is the most uh, believable one, it's still like, meh. 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 I mean, that's the thing. I, the 9-11 pictures are hilarious. <laughs> yeah, they're those bad. ones are funny. They're, they're bad. I'll tweet can those, you, too. Can you, um... Can someone listening to this please take that last sentence out? <laughs> I was about text? to say, do not, do not take that soundbite. Just use anywhere that. else, please. The Mothman pictures from the date 9/11, September 11th. From Mothman <laughs> is not in those pictures. It's Photoshop. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious because they're Photoshop. It's so hilarious poorly. because they're Photoshop. Done. Yeah. Okay. Those specific 9/11 pictures. 9-11 is not funny. Okay, I, I vote we go yeah, around. Yeah, that, remi- that reminds me of that fucking horrible tragedy. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I vote it we go terrible. around and we each say our wildest theory about Mothman. Oh, jeez. Okay. Who wants to go first? It's a moth, but also a man. 
wild. But which one was it first? <laughs> it was a it was a moth that got bitten by a radioactive man Damn. from the acid area. Then, and okay, ac- oh, that's no, scary. actually, um, I don't. I feel like there must have been like, like some kind of dude tr- trusting out, like some sort of flying thing. He made a costume in the '60s and was just walking around in it. And then, uh oh, people saw him. He was like, he like started freaking out. And then, like, you want to go into that? He's like, okay, no, no, I don't. Is that a real thing? <laughs> That's just... a real thing. One of the things I hadn't brought up uh, in the TNC area, there was known to be every now and then just like nomads, basically, like people that kind of moved in and out of the area because you could just live there because no one was. Uh, and there was someone there that originally. <laughs> Some people thought were pranking. Is that a Mothman? <laughs> Damn, he looks like a moth. Wait, wait, are you saying was that a Mothman? Or like, was that a Mothman? Yes. Wait a minute, Cameron, what's that fur doing around your neck? Oh, God. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Allie, turn the lights off. No. Get the mothballs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta see if his eyes turn red. Good God. Uh, are you are you doing are you like going after were moth now? <laughs> no, I'm implying that you've been a mothman this whole time. So a were moth, and I'm only just noticing the the your moth like features. A anyway, even better when you the have TNT to area, the prankster. There was a theory actually around the time the Mothman sightings were happening in '66 that it was a prankster with a suit. People had seen someone moving yeah. in and out of the TNT area. I think, uh, was it that? And were some people like reporting just getting pranked? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, there's some asshole pranking. Yeah, there was someone pranking the around the time. And like, right before, fit. like right before the first Mothman. Is sighting. someone trying mm-hmm. to scare people? Yeah. And that fits perfectly with someone putting on a costume and messing with people at night. Yeah. And Wild. I mean, that's one of those things where, like, if you do that, then it's just you kill everything at once. Yes. Yeah. No. To yeah. To be like for real, real. Like that. That's that's my theory. Is prankster in some weird costume, and the rest has just been like Will Smith effect hysteria. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think it's fair to say that it is probably it started with a prankster. I though I think it started with an owl. Oh well, I, yeah. The yeah, whole it, thing started. No, yeah. With an owl. No, yes. Started with the prankster for sure. But then, yeah, most sightings like owl. Like when you hear about uh, like the red eye thing and just owls in general, it's like, yeah, it's it's an owl. Yeah. Um, I think the Sandhill Crane thing is definitely fair. I think what it boils down to, though, if you like... Like, from my theory, is I think it does boil down to mass hysteria. And I think it boils down to putting, like, grafting your own fears onto something that you can't quite see fully in the dark. Mm-hmm. It always appears in the dark. It, rarely does anyone see it in the day. We've got the Japan thing where it sounds like the guy saw it in the middle of the day. It is so, so rare. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, I don't think there's much more to it than that. <laughs> and I think people put this, uh, like, fantastical creation around these real events. Because all of these events are horrifying. A lot of people died in all of them. I mean, like, the, the I-35 West crash was the, was the like, probably the best outcome out of all of them. Because you only had 13 deaths next to all of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you want to call it that. So you, it was, like, the, Outside you know, the of least like the, amount of fatalities. Yeah, at least when, he's a, when he shows up before the big events. Right. Like, and then, yeah. again, even when he... Because sh- when he shows up, at like, when it's just scaring a car full of teenagers, apparently... 
Well, and I, it's a, it, nobody gets hurt. I think it's very similar to you hear uh, a lot of times when parents have like children like disappear or they get killed or whatever. You hear them say that well, the days beforehand, I really just wasn't feeling right. I felt like something was off. The truth is, you might just always be kind of like worried about something, <laughs> and, and that's just the reality. Like you're worried about your kid or whatever, and then you later attribute that worry to like some kind of sixth sense and yeah. i think that's kind of similar to mothman yeah just crazy what did people have to worry about in the 60s yeah nothing bad happened then nothing <laughs> nothing it was all, all pretty solid right yeah 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 no wars or anything right no cuba was fucking popping oh yeah they just it was mostly just food right <laughs> you get sense of that right oh oh <laughs> I, I thought i thought we things? were well i thought we were i thought we were supposed to lay off on the Never mind, Allie. What? Go. I never really knew anything about Mothman until like we started doing research for this, and I always felt like like I had theories before because I've heard the word before, but I'd always thought it was like I guess somewhere I heard a clip of a story about like the whole like the acid zone or whatever because I always thought Mothman was like a a government experiment. <laughs> that yeah. was like released um or got out or whatever mm. so i always thought it was you know like some underground government base made mothman and now he's some horrifying cryptid that terrorizes the virginias so <laughs> and and mostly the virginias yes mostly you know midwest yeah uh i feel like i heard Maybe I'm mixing it up with a different thing, but I remember being a kid and hearing that Mothman was like just this thing that would just stand on the side of the road, and you would just see him like passing by a road. And like, yeah. But that was it. He had like yeah, I think it was red eyes or something. You know what? Am I mixing it up with a different thing? The Mothman Prophecies movie came out in 2002, and you know we're about the same age. Yeah. So we were pretty like little around that time, like. Mm. Relatively. Why am I being left out of this conversation? I am not that old. You're pretty You're old. You're pretty old. I am not that old. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. anyway, we were younger. That's something an old person would Sad say. Sad man prophecies over here. So I wonder, like, maybe we saw, like, clips from the movie. We were, like, eight. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, I see, what you're, yeah, I see what you mean. And we just, like, got these weird notions in our head about Mothman. Or, like, soft trailers or something. Yeah. Or, like, some creepy YouTube video. Yeah. Like a, like a, like a, uh, the dark depths of original YouTube. An AMV where it's just a bunch of like, that's a slideshow <laughs> and a bunch of screenshots of, uh, of Mothman set to Evanescence. That used to be every YouTube video oh, in like, yeah. 2009 and you know it. You're, it really you're, was. It's true. Yeah, you're, it you're, really was. It, it, it was all like, 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 yeah, like, like weird slideshows made in Windows Movie Maker. They all the same intro with like the word, the title like was there that I was mm -hmm. like scrolling in these like it was different like ways. All you could find, most and of half the, time. the lyrics were wrong. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Anyway, uh, yeah, when we got to do a theory. YouTube episode, we could we could like, like subtitle it and make episode. half the subtitles wrong. Yeah, that'll show them. <laughs> Maybe we try to follow make us the now. Subtitles wrong. <laughs> It's the uh, government. But anyway, there's my theory. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think that's that, I think that's also a fair theory. There is that one story about the woman who said that she and her siblings went to go out and look for the Mothman. This was in the documentary. Oh yeah. And 
Oh, yeah. She was like, within minutes, he was flying right next to our car. That was the story. <laughs> yeah. Minutes. Uh, for real, it was. Within minutes. Yeah. The seven-foot creature was at the same height of our 66 car. Within minutes, this thing that people rarely at all get to ever see. Within minutes. We're just so... Now, we were just a couple kids. We were just a couple but kids. We don't guess, feel. Do you know how long it was? Do you know? Do you know how long it was? Minutes. Minutes. Within the minutes. Not even the full minutes. Yep. Yeah. Wait, was that to do with anything? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I got hyped Mothman. about the story. I think Mothman. the real way you can end this, though, is the way that the first documentary that we stopped watching began. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we rented a, a, the first Mothman thing that you guys could find at the library, right? Yeah, it's yep. called The Eyes of Mothman. The Eyes of Mothman. And we watched, we, we put it in the thing like, okay, this will be a funny little thing. And then it starts up and the timeline's like, it's two and a half hours. Yep. And it's the, two and a half hours. Yeah. And we are not professional enough to watch no. the whole thing. And the first 20 minutes. Is, 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 the is, first 20 minutes was just backstory to... On Not Mothman. A not Mothman. Not even the town, really. No. Well, it was to the origins of the town with Chief Cornstalk <laughs> in the Battle of Point Are you going to talk about this? We didn't even find out what that had to do with it. No. Okay. Just, just set. Well, we just did. that. Just, just, yeah. Just do what the movie would have done, should have done, and just summarize it in one sentence. A bunch of people came in, killed a bunch of Native Americans, which made the Native Americans angry. After eighty of their people died. Fair. Right then, the Battle of Point Pleasant happened, where the Native Americans decided to attack with Chief Cornstalk in the lead, and then it basically ended as a draw. A hundred of his people died, a whole bunch of their people died. It's not considered that anybody won, but he did die by the end of it, and it said that his dying breath, he cursed the land that Point Pleasant is on forever. Now you might be wondering. What does this have to do with the Mothman? We don't know. Yeah. Because we only watched about 15 minutes of this and we got bored. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, honestly, like, the quality is not much better from Monster Quest. No. Which we did end up watching. My Uh, favorite thing is how half the people they interviewed in the town, like, their little title underneath their name was Boat Captain Retired. Yeah. And they cool. would and it would show up every single time it cut to them. Every single time. You it's had like to just know. in case you forgot, here's their name, what they did in their past lives again. So yeah. Someday maybe someday we'll watch the whole thing. Or maybe you will. Cam will uh, probably watch viewer. it by himself. I'll probably watch it by myself. <laughs> Sometimes I get lonely. I'll probably remake it. We we can remake it when oh, we go we out. Should there. I think it. we should go for the festival and we should make our own Mothman documentary. It's gonna be really long and really arduous. Arduous? Yes. And it's mostly going to be about mothballs. <laughs> and the uses therein. Wait. Yes. That makes sense. <laughs> that works. That works. <laughs> it just sounded weird. Yeah. But, uh... So that is pretty much everything we've got on Mothman. Please, please let us know what your thoughts are on this weird creature of the night that is not Batman, but also not not Batman. Uh, it's you don't Man-Bat. Know. It is kind of man bat, uh, but, but let us know what bat. you think. Is it an alien? Is it a supernatural entity? Is it a guy in a suit that was living in a very toxic area for some reason and pranking people? Is it Cameron? Do is it me? It's not. You don't know. You're not looking at Cameron right now. I'm not actually. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't. You don't see the perspective I have with his big, beautiful red eyes. Let us know in the comments on our Facebook page. 
Let us know. Do we have a Twitter page yes. yet? We have a yeah, Twitter we page. Here, we got a Twitter. I, I will talk about the social media. Here. Yeah, we'll let Allie okay. go and do it. So please like and follow our Facebook page. It is at Conspiracy What. You know, if you want me to say the full uh, URL, it's <laughs> www.facebook.com slash Conspiracy What. Please like it. Uh, we also and have an you. email. Please feel free to send us your conspiracies. Send us your review of our episodes. Send, Tell us, us, send us your Mothman fan fiction. Yeah, that too, please. Oh, Actually, please we will read do. it. Please we will do a do. mini so we'll read it on air. I okay? will, at least. I Jason will. will with voices. I will. We can totally do it. <laughs> I like have. A, like a short with just fireplace crackling in the background. <laughs> just some beautiful fan yeah. fiction, Mothman yeah. stories. Christmas cookies and some so, fan fiction. But let yeah. me tell them the email so they know where to email that to. Good idea. Uh, it's just conspiracywhat at gmail.com. Um, it's also not conspiracy what. It's conspiracywhat. Conspiracywhat at gmail.com. Yes. Conspiracywhat. Conspiracy at gmail.com. Yes, and then we also have a Twitter. Nice Same handle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and feel free to message me at least. I'm also on Twitter at uh, the Cameron Guy. You can message me with any weirdness you've got. I'm always curious, or if you find any interesting things about Mothman. Um, I think we found pretty much everything there is to find. <laughs> you can't be so sure. I can't be so sure, but I'd always like to know. I want to know what all hundred of those sightings Or have are. you seen a moth or a man or both at the same time? <laughs> have you ever seen a moth and a man in the same room together at the same time? Tweet us. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, my personal Twitter is... Uh, what is it? Oh, it's... It's creative dabbler without the e at the end of creative. I don't I don't remember my Twitter name either. Yours is something with He racers. slacks on social media. Jason's the Also I follow the wayward son. I follow and like a lot of smut on Twitter. <laughs> Do you follow Mothman smut? <laughs> Not specific Mothman smut, Yet. but I'm sure someone would be offended. Is Mothra Mothman's like Mama, grandmother, Mama Mothra, Mama Mothra. Yeah, that's just. Oh my that god! Write like a, a fan fiction. Show waiting to happen. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode. We've got a lot more coming out. There's a whole bunch of conspiracy weirdness out in the world. We're already gearing up for the next one. We already know what that one's gonna be. Um, do we want to say what that one's gonna be? Do we wanna no. Know? Okay, Jason says no. I don't remember no. what it is. She doesn't remember what it is. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one who's been doing research on it. No, I... What? Is this the one that Jason already knows? Yeah. Oh. Should be. Yeah. If it is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay. I know what it is. Do yeah. we just say what it is? No. no. We didn't say what this one was. Wait, did we? Did we? We didn't say... Last year, last week, we didn't say... We're doing... You two go back and forth. This is ladies. Next week's episode is going to be great. Uh, it's got a whole lot of government conspiracy going on. And the men in, in black. It, and it's just fascinating and really creepily weird. Uh, especially if you were like someone who grew up in the 80s. And it's just that kind of thing. You'll see why. But none of us did. No. We're just nostalgic about it. But it still is creepy. We got we got tons of Stranger Things uh, uh, tin lunch boxes Because we love the 80s. We got yep. tin foil hats and tin lunch boxes. We got all of you listening. Thank you so much. 
for everybody at Conspiracy. What? Have bye. a good day. Bye. Bye. Conspiracy. Goodbye.